True transformation cannot happen without a renewal of the mind. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mind over matter. If the pain of where you are never exceeds the pain of change, you will always remain the same through a renewal of the mind. And it takes a process. True transformation. Mind, mind, mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You gotta go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear. Welcome back, everybody. The Mind Over Matter podcast. I'm Coach Kid. I'm Coach Lynch. And I'm Taylor. All right, today we'll get right into it. Yesterday, we all were we were speaking at the Randolph County Department of Social Services retreat. Well, everybody was speaking. Yeah. Well, somebody we, had to run the camera. Taylor was running the camera, but she gets to speak today. Right. All right. But you and I, we went in and we did a session. Tell them who we were speaking for, though, okay? Because, like, they need to understand that we just ain't in the gym. We just ain't doing, you know, these just one little school for the little fifth graders yeah, or something like right. that. They need to understand where, where we at because we're all over the place with this thing. Yeah. And pretty soon we're going to be global. <laughs> global. <laughs> we're going to be global. I like pretty the sound. We're going to be on fries. And that's when the big bucks start to roll. Fries? <laughs> Yo, coming to America, man. You don't remember the joint he was saying yeah. that? right now, washing lettuce. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, and then yeah, I'm gonna get surprised. Yeah, man. Okay. That's right. Go ahead. Okay, so we we did a joint for our, um, Department of Social Service leadership, their leadership team. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And what we did was we did a presentation based on a book I wrote called One Decision Away. One Decision Away. That's right. Yo, this is a pretty dope book, man. If y'all haven't got that One Decision Away by Mr. Ken Canyon, you guys need to check out our website and please go grab that up and, um, and email some questions and something like that you're going to have. About we, we have some other resources on there. Check out Lynch's book, a couple of more books. We're ready to run. You don't have to say that because I said something about your book. It's okay. No, no, I right now we're talking about one decision away. It's all right. It's Y'all fine. just got to get it on. I am results with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's our commercial for today. Back to our regular So we talked about one decision away and basically how to make decisions. Good. How people make because the, what we realize is that decisions will determine our destiny. That's good. Decisions okay. determine destiny. You guys need to write that down. Never forget it. All right. So we talked about uh, the first point. We got into it. We talked about by telling them this. Every decision a person makes leads them somewhere. Meaning we think that even trivial decisions, small decisions we make don't lead us anywhere. I'll give you a prime example. So you decide, all right, I'm going to storm out of the gym and I'm going to. Dig into my accelerator, going around that corner. But what you don't know is around that corner, you made a fateful decision. Around that corner is another car thinking the exact same thing. They're mad because something happened. And boom, you collide based on one decision. Now, it could be positive as well. Like, Lynch, tell them about the decision that led you to your wife. Oh, you, you said it yesterday. Oh, this was dope. Check it out. All right, so, you know, a long time ago, I heard a quote, um, and, and the, the quote was something like, uh, you, it, the average American drives 12,000 miles a year in a car. And they, they said that that was the equivalent to 300 hours that you spend in your car. 
So wow. they said if you actually turned the radio off and turned on an audio book, you could get the equivalent of an advanced level college degree by just turning off the radio because everybody, when they drive in their car, they turn on the radio, right. you know, just for entertainment. You turn off the radio and turn on an audio book, then you could get the equivalent of advanced level college degree. So ever since I heard that quote, I've been riding around listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Like even now when you see me, if you see my, my beats by Dre in my ears, I'm listening to audiobooks because I'm trying to get to 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 300 hours as fast as possible. So anyway, I used to do this stuff every single day. That's all I used to do was listen to audiobooks, audiobooks, audiobooks. And you know, just like anything, you get tired of, you know, you know, you want to break the monotony, you want to just do something a little different. And this day I decided to turn the radio off. I mean, turn the audiobook off and turn the radio back on. I wanted to hear some Were you in a different mood? I mean, what what was it? I was just, you know, just kind of bored, just kind of breaking the monotony. Up, you know, break the monotony. So, okay. you know, I, and I just said that, but, you know, okay. Anyway, I got you zoned out for a second. It's all good. All right, now back to our regular scheduled program. All right. So, now that I turned on the music, I turned to the local R&B station and I was listening to a song by Music Soul Child. That song actually, you know, reminded me of some, you know, a, a place in time that I had spent with a woman that I used to date, which is now my wife, um, named Wendy. And, you know, it led me to think about Wendy, so I made the decision to kind of like call her on the spot. So, you know, I dial her number up, yo, Wendy, what's happening? It's Lynch, you know, uh, what you got going she on? She probably didn't know you were. She was like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta explain yourself. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm like, you know, Lynch. Remember when we was. <laughs> I had a blue jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now let me tell y'all something. I don't know about y'all, but where I'm from, I'm a legend. There ain't too many other people named Legend out here. So, you know, if, if she didn't have my number, you know, a program in the phone, of course I'm gonna call her and I'm gonna state who I am right off the bat. So that she ain't got a problem playing around with these clowns, because you know it's probably some other clowns that she used to mess with that got her number, and I'm letting her know, yeah, this ain't a clown, this is real deal, holy field. Mm. Alright, oh, so now oh, bam, now that I call her, I'm like, yo, Wendy, what's going on? Blah blah blah, you know, what you been up to, where you at, you know what I mean? Maybe we can, you know, get up and hang out tonight or something like that. She like, man, look, I done moved to North Carolina. What's up with you though? You know what I'm saying? So we get to talking, I'm like, dang, well, we can't hang out tonight. You live in North Carolina, man. Get off my phone. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so you know, I ain't say all that, but but uh, uh you know that decision for me to call her that well actually the decision for me to turn off the 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 audiobook and turn on the radio led me to another decision which was for me to actually uh, call Wendy and then after I, I called Wendy we wound up keeping keep in touch which turned into a long distance relationship which turned into us getting engaged and us getting married and then me moving to North Carolina and you know ultimately meeting you guys so you know just the smallest decision you know wow. just to do you, you know, to start listening to audiobooks and they yeah. get bored by the audiobook and then they turn the audiobook off, to, you know, at that particular day to, to hear that song on the radio while I was played that day to remind me of Wendy, to call Wendy and then to start talking to her and then off of impulse decision to say, hey, you know what, let's do this. And we just, it wasn't a long engagement or anything like that. It was just like, let's just get married. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just decision after decision after decision it came turned into like a snowball effect. It just really... It had a large impact in my life, but a small decision. Go ahead, a round of applause. Let me take a bow or two. I, know, I just life, wanted to give you a round of applause for that, man. Real life love story. Real life love story. That's what it really is. You know, when you, when you take a look at that, that's called the butterfly effect. 
Yes, mm. and, and like small causes um, really have like large effects in your life. So you know, just just to hone in and touch in on that stuff right there is that you know the things that you think are very insignificant in your life really may be playing a large part in, in what may come in in the future. So let's expound on that for a moment. Go ahead, let's do it. Okay, because a lot of people out there right now don't think a lot of decisions they're making. They think, well, why look up? Uh, you want to say you want to go back to school. The small decision of just looking on the internet, yeah. looking for schools, looking at that small decision might lead you somewhere where you read something that says, hey, you might think you didn't have the finances, but we can give you a loan for what you want to do or a grant or whatever. So what I'm saying is, you be willing to make those small decisions, especially, and, and here's something we didn't say yesterday, and I got to say it today. Mm-hmm. There are times in your life, and Taylor, you can attest to this, Lynch, you can attest to this, where there's something that's pricking your heart, saying, I should do this. Yeah. It might seem small and significant, or I should go around this corner. Has any time you ever been doing something, all of a sudden, something dropped into your spirit, into your mind, and said, do this. And you're thinking, it's so insignificant, it means nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we need to be able to be willing to listen to those small voices inside of us because those small voices inside of us are connected to the divine. It's the way right. God it's speaks God. to us many Holy times. And, and because the thing he tells us to do is so small, we discard it many right. times. Right, right. Or we question it. Yeah, or we question <laughs> it and we Good. don't do it. Yeah. But just remember that every time... That something happens to you, and, and, and especially if it nags you, yeah. something nags you to keep doing something, you're connected to the divine. What I tell people is, do it. Don't think about it. We did a podcast a few weeks back on the five-second rule. Yeah. Stop thinking and start doing. That's good. And so, You've been a changed man since that um, book, since we started reading. I have. You Really, really, you have. You noticed it? I, I've noticed it, yes. I've oh, noticed okay. it because I used to tell you before, come on, can we just, let's just do it, man. Let's just do it. Now you're like, come on, yo, we got to shoot. Like, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been changed. I admit yeah. it. And the fact that, the fact that I'm willing to change, I'm willing to listen to other people, uh, that was something I didn't do early on in life. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't listen. I was like, man, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, but now... I want I, I want to listen to everybody. You can learn from people, especially people around you who have your best interests at heart. So the fact that you notice that, I mean, I want to start clapping now. <laughs> no. No. Round of applause. No. But 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 every decision leads you somewhere. So what we want to do is give people, you know, uh, three points on basically well, how we just, to do it. We actually just talked about the first point, um, which was, you know, we, we said that, you know, d- we said the decisions determine destiny, and we actually talked about the butterfly effect. So you know, and that just meant that we had, you know, small causes that large led led to large effects, and um, the the small causes sometimes you got to think of them as like like I said the snowball effect how it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger right and, yeah. you know with the snowball effect you can equate that to a lot of different things in your life because you know um, I, I want to say uh, um, you know I made a decision in November uh, me and Wendy we made a decision to, to clean up our credit 
And, um, you know, we, we said, you know what, let's do this. We started reading a book by Dave Ramsey and we kind of five, four, three, two, one debt. We said, you know what? Hey, That's we good. got to the part where we talked about the debt and all that type of stuff and, and, and make your, um, put your cushion away and all that. Thing. And we did that, you know, emergency fund. We right. did that. And after that, we just started smashing it out. And it taught us to, to get small wins. It taught us to do the, the smaller bills first to get the small wins. And once we got the small wins, you know, it gave us a sense of accomplishment, a sense of empowerment and a sense of confidence so you know it's just like me acting on you know the phone call I did the first thing yeah. and it gave me a little small win I got a, I got an answer on the phone you yeah. know and once I talked to her it wasn't like you know she she, she had a, a boyfriend or a husband or anything like that so that gave me another small win it was like okay we can keep in touch then we still kept calling and we we're getting good, good conversation good vibes and stuff like that so those small wins led me to come chase her down here why is having small wins important? Um, you, you used an example yesterday about me not wanting to do leg day. We were talking about, and we and we, and we made the crowd laugh right. because they were like, you know, uh, I was like, I didn't want to do leg day. Right. I, I would do it at another gym. But, but there was something important out of that that you said that I want to bring out right here. You said what I did was after... I made a decision to come. The decision had to be mine to come. Right. Right. But what you said, I put you in a position to win, right. to get a small win. Right. You said, okay, let put put a box up or put something where you can he could do squat it. down. That he could do. That I could do. Right, right. right. And, and I use the term self-efficacy. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's a successful experience. All right. Um, so basically, you know, if I can give you a successful experience, it's a small win for you. And when you have a successful experience, you actually change the picture. Right. Yes. You, you change the way you perceive that certain event, that certain place, that certain person or that certain thing. All right. Uh, person, place, thing. That's a noun. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, right. Uh, so you, you understand what I'm saying? So if we could change the picture, we change the perception. If we change the perception, then that means we're going to change the way we feel about it. You know, because the yeah. way we feel about what we see is going to dictate our reality. Right. Right. That makes Absolutely. sense. I'll say that again. The way we feel about what we see dictates our reality. So wow. if I, I see a box that I can't jump on and, 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 you know, I'm always going to look at it like, man, I, I can't jump that. I'm not going to jump on the box. Yeah. But if I lower the box, if I make it, if I get something a little bit smaller that I know that you can do, and then maybe I increase it by two inches or something like that and keep giving you a successful one. Okay. Add two inches. He gets on that one. Boom. Next time when he sees the 18 box next to a 20 box, he's like, you know what? I've been jumping on the 18. And I know I've been clearing it by at least two inches. Now, deductive reasoning is starting to come in. And he's like, yo, if I've been clearing the 18 by two inches, that means I can do 20 inches. Now he tries to jump on a 20-inch box. So a lot of times when people, look, I know that they can do the 20-inch box. And they just are a little little hesitant, a little scared. I make them step up on the box and I make them stand up and and just stand up there. I want you to stand up there. And I want you to feel how it feels to conquer the box. You're already on top. Mm -hmm. So I start them at the top. Does that make sense? They've already won. They have a new picture in their mind. They have. Yeah. picture of their mind of That's conquering really the box they're on top of the box yeah. so if you think That's about really it in my really book good. when I write the goal when we write goals down right we 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 do what we call a, um, a reverse engineer we start with the actual goal yeah right mm-hmm. and then we work our way down the last thing we find out is the big why the big why is the foundation yeah. so we work our way backwards but what do we work on first we work on the goal which is the top of the box 
Yeah. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So I just take I, I take the technical stuff that came from the book and I take it to the practical aspect and then I just blend the two and make the perfect marriage. And then I just teach the people that, yo, this is how you do this in this area. This is how you do it in this area. Even though they're two separate things. This, sure. is, this is in the gym. This is in your life. Yeah. You, you understand? That's what you're makes me a coach. You're such a genius. Yeah, yeah that's what makes no, me No, you can't even say coach for that one. You're yeah, such a genius. genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's really genius. good. And But one of the things I want to take people back to the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. The beginning always starts with nobody can help you be successful unless you're willing to make the decision to do it, mm-hmm. to actually jump, to actually step up, right. to even come in the gym to right. be willing. So, okay, so yes, they did make they, they made that small decision, which was our, our point number one, which right. was going to lead us to our ultimate destiny. But now we got to go into point number two, which was once I got you on the box and I changed the picture, once Wendy started answering the phone and we started getting positive feedback, then guess what started happening? Positive self-talk came in. Positive self-talk. Right? Which is point number two. We started to tell a different story to ourselves because what do you always tell us, kid? That people do two things. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What two? Well, you, you tell us that we, 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 we talk to ourselves and we tell ourselves uh, yeah, a yeah. story. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what I was basically talking about, talking about in that instance was is that when we talk, I asked the group yesterday, what happens when you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. And so they were like, I don't know, I answer. Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah, let me, I said, let me be a little more technical when it happens. Right, right. It's two things. That you ask a question. Right. And you tell a story. Right. So you ask a question, you know, how come I can't jump on the box? Or how come I can't lose weight? Why can't I? And then you, then you answer it by telling the story. Why can't I get a husband? Why can't I get a husband? Oh, that's yeah. a good one right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then you tell the story. To tell the story is, I can't get a husband because I got three kids. And you know what? And there are no other good men out there. Yeah. All the good men are They're taken. Gone. Okay. <laughs> Either the yeah. men are this or that. And so the story I tell, I tell it because it makes me feel better about my decision making. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if I tell another story, I have to make another decision that complements that story. Yeah, that's good. So if I tell myself, okay, I can jump on this box, I can be successful, then the story I got to tell, I got to go to the gym on leg day to be able to do that. Right. Okay. So that's what happens with people. Those two things. And what you have to do is, number one, you have to ask yourself a different question mm-hmm. and you tell, and that question leads to a different story. So right. let me give you a case in point how that worked. If... When I wanted to lose weight, instead of I used to ask myself, "How can I? Why can't I lose weight? Why can that question in and of itself is what we call an endless loop question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an endless loop question is a question that the brain cannot answer, but it's gonna keep trying. Yeah. And here's what I mean: the brain says, "Cause you work all the time. Right. Cause you're overweight. Cause you ain't what you used to be. Cause you don't have time. Cause you got the yeah. kids to take care. Of. You got to feed your family. Your brain is trying to come up with an answer that suits you." Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is ask another question. So I asked another question. I said, how, I said, I want to lose weight. How can I lose 100 pounds, keep it off, and inspire people in the process? Well, your brain, I'm going to find that picture. I'm going to find that answer. But to find the answer, I got to tell myself another story. Mm-hmm. That I can do it. That I can lose the weight. Right. I can keep it off. That I can inspire the people at once I get this. That's good. And that's what happened. Positive that self positive talk. self-talk. Right. And wow. with the positive self-talk, what happens is we start to uh, reprogram or recondition our thoughts. Yes. Because right now, you know, when we're first in, in the beginning stages of that, we're conditioned, our thoughts are conditioned to come, you know, in the, the negative sense, which yeah. is just the negative self-talk, right? Yeah. And we start to talk self, you know, bad, we have self-limitations and things like that. 
So, you know, limiting beliefs and all that different type of stuff. So, but question, there's, there's, what do you do? What, do, what would y'all do when you have that negative self-talk? Or what did you used to do? You know what I mean? Because I know for me, I had to make sure I call. Like some, I always say, I call an older adult before I make a real adult decision. A real <laughs> adult decision. Like I call an older one, so I make sure my self talk isn't, you know, just my naiveness, you know, or just not knowing. Yeah. My ignorance, and you know, so I call an older adult to get a more understanding of what I'm trying to do. Here's, let me give you what. Let me tell you what I do. What you do? And I do it now because because negative self talk still happens. Yeah. It comes. You know, you have to cast down every thought. Mm-hmm. So you talked about it in the Bible. So the thoughts are going to pop into your head. Right. What I do now, as opposed to before, I used to try to answer the self talk. Now I do this. When it pops into my head, I say, I ask myself the question: How is this going to serve me? Is this going to help me wow. become greater and reach my goals? Wow. I, and because because I asked the question, I'm forced to answer it. Yeah. Right. I'm forced to answer it. Right. And, and, and Ken, you know, we you talk about this all the time. You talk about um, neural uh, associative conditioning, right, which which basically um, is going to go into your RAS, your right. particular activating system, yes. and that's how you condition yourself. So if, if you're coming with the, the negative self-talk, then it's, it's going to be garbage in, garbage out. You know, garbage in, garbage out. And you got to catch that. You got to change that. Like today, mm-hmm. when we were running back, um, no, actually when we were running up, when we were running up towards Freeman Mill Road, yes. I, you know, I just kept telling myself. I mean, I didn't keep telling myself, but it kept popping in my head, like, you know, you're not a runner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I started off, it was just me and Woodrow, me and Woodrow, me and Woodrow, and for long, for the whole time, it kept being me and Woodrow, me and Woodrow, me and Woodrow. So um, Trey was behind us, but you know, Trey's like six, seven, right? You know what I mean? So he got long strides. I expect him to be able right, to right, right, right. running and everything. Right. But the whole, but when the when the thought was popping in my head, you're not a runner. I had almost trying to kill it, like yo, you know, you got this. You're taking bigger strides than Woodrow. You know that type of stuff. Cause that's how you're able to keep up. So I I, I still finished, you know, at like third or something. Like that, as in me not being a runner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know. I so do you feel like you're a runner now? I feel like I've become more efficient at running. Okay. You know, um, it's still in the back of my mind, deep rooted uh, subconscious image that I have of myself, and it's going to come out. It comes out in, in times. Hey, but that, that, that's something yeah. people need to know. Even yeah. positive people yeah. have right. things in their life right. that 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 come up and. You question or might question you, and these these thoughts come out of nowhere. It's like out of left field. You know, it could be based on experience. It could be based on you know well, not conditioning or whatever. Actually, well, yes, and it's it's based on um you, you know basically we want to say that it's, it's um habitual behavior mm-hmm. because it does come up and it pops up whenever uh, you're least expecting it, and it's because the image that you have deep rooted in your subconscious mind. So it, it's wow. been implanted there, you know, a long time ago, you may have told yourself you were a runner or a long time ago, you may have been overweight or something like that. You never really ran like that. I mean, what somebody might've told you that, yo, look, you slow, man, go sit down somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't even need to be out here with us fast kids or something like that. And you went out you might have went and sat somewhere or you might've started fighting somebody from me and you got beat up and now you're just like, I ain't no runner. <laughs> I should've just went and sat down. Like, I, I ain't no runner. I could not run the dude. Yeah. You know, I could not run the dude when they were chasing me down, taking my lunch money <laughs> 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 I mean, whatever nah, but that, but that's good though but does that answer your question though Taylor yeah it is yeah. good that was great so yeah um, you know that. a Geigo and that's all I want you to do is remember Geigo not Geico uh, Geigo G-I-G-O garbage in garbage out but you know the adverse of that is you know um, good in good out 
You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So garbage in, garbage out. But when you, as soon as you, you understand that that's garbage coming in, look, just flip the switch. Good in, good out. Good in, good out. Let's tell them how to put the good in, though. Because okay. what, what they don't know, and that the, the good in, good out is, I like that okay. better yeah. than garbage yeah. in. But even though both right. of them are true. Yeah. Right. But both here's work. the thing. When you have, when you're trying to make a decision in life, you either, and you don't have anybody around you. I always tell people, get around people who think like you want to think. Mm-hmm. Not like you already think. Right. Because some people, I said, you already have negative images. So what you need to do is get around people who think like you want to think. And what happens is, it's called transference of emotion. Mm-hmm. The more you're around an intense emotion, the more that emotion is transferred to you. Right. Case in point, you ever got an attitude because somebody got an attitude with you? Mm-hmm. My my wife, quick. my wife, <laughs> mad at me about something, and I'm like, "Well, since you mad at me, I'm mad at you." Too. You know what I mean? Quick. It's transfers of emotion. So what you do is now it's easier than ever to find these people, find like people like us, people on the, on, on YouTube, on the internet. So you might not know anybody in your circle, but the more you watch them, the more you're around them, the more whatever they feel is transferred to you. So that garbage in, garbage out, and, and good in. Right. Good out is just, that's tremendous. Well, I mean, you, you're altering your your perspective, and you know, at the end of the day, the way you feel about what you see is going to equal your reality. So when you say, you know, the the emotion is the the E stands for energy, right? Mm-hmm. The E stands for energy, and it's energy in motion. So you have to, you know, basically, you know, change that frequency, like we talked about before, right? Which changes the energy, which changes the motion. E stands for energy in motion. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I slick like that. I kind of like this. I'm gonna tell you, you 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 don't know, you don't know this, and I've never told you this. So I'm gonna reveal something real Uh-oh. quick on this on this on this podcast. I'm about okay. to reveal something. Oh, no, um, no, no. Seriously, it's helped me, and I've tried to evolve. Um, you know, from a person who used to be have an angry temper, and not that I was mad at the world, I was just controlling. And if things didn't go my way. I didn't like it, all right? Mm. I've evolved a lot. But sometimes it comes out, the anger in me, every now and then, every now and then. But I don't like it to come out. <laughs> I don't like it to come out. I understand. But Lynch said something one day that really hit me. He didn't know it. That's why I'm only sharing it for the first time right here. I got mad in the gym one day. And my wife was like, why you get mad? I ain't never seen you get mad like that. And remember I kicked the box list oh, list that day. I know you hurt your foot. <laughs> I, well, I didn't hurt it. I was glad I hurt it. I could have hurt it. You could have broke, broke, broke my toe. toe. Tired. I could have broke, broke my toe. I was like, man, I'm trying to jump. I'm jumping on this box. But you were saying, no, you're not jumping on the box. And I'm like, I am jumping on the box. And I'm like, and I'm like, F it. All right? So I, I, did, I said the word. But... You, and you, you said, well, you know, it all calm, calm as I don't know what. You know, anger, anger is just one letter from danger. And I was like. And then you kicked the box. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo. You almost broke your toe. <laughs> but, when he, but when you said it, yeah. I, was, I was mad. But calm I, as heck, too. But I, I thought about it afterwards. I was like, yo. That's what he it. said was so mm-hmm. profound. Yeah. That emotion, mm-hmm. anger, guess what I was leading me to danger. To danger, yes. I told you, anger is one letter away from danger, and I told you that it was the crack cocaine of emotions. And yeah, you did say all that. I ain't hear that part. I know you did. I mean, I heard it. Now <laughs> that you say it, yeah. but that and that's so sense. deep, man. That Our emotions. Sense. Why emotions take us places, man? <laughs> sometimes we don't want to go. 
Mm-hmm. We don't want to go. That's right. That's deep right there. All right. All right. We got it. All right. So give me the number three. Oh, well, the number three was about the past. What's the name of that chapter in your book about the past? Um, I was talking about your past. Uh, well, basically, the, it's, it's, it, the essence of it is this, is that your past doesn't determine your future. Mm, that's, mm. What it was, that's what it was. Yeah, your yeah. past doesn't determine. Your past never consults your future. So when you're making decisions, when you decide to make decides, your, your decision needs to be based on where you want to go, right. not where you've been. That's good. Because at the end of the day, all of us have things in our past that we don't like, right. that we want to avoid, we don't want to think about. But so your your future will never consult your past right. about what's going to happen in the future. Right. So I always so I always tell people stop making decisions based on what happened to you in the past. Right. Case while I'm here right now, you know, I tried to start this this business. We started results finally. We're having success. Wanted to start this business, but for the last seven years I hadn't been able to no five years. Five years. I had not been able to do it. But when you guys came along, I didn't consult my past and say, you know what? You still ain't gonna be able to do it because you didn't do it then. Well you saw life golden job. Dang, thanks, Taylor. Taylor, I did see you. Wow, I'm glad I met you at school, man. Uh-huh. It was so good getting to meet you as a golden child. I, I thank you, too. Yeah. Got him. Got him. Like, you really got him. Got him. <laughs> well, when he walked into the gym, he wasn't looking for the teller. He was looking He's for the person like... that said... Somebody got to die today. That, that, that's <laughs> what he was looking for. Yeah, I was with a golden child. Yeah, and, and, like right. the real golden child. I need, I need, I needed, a, I, I needed a golden child, and you, and Taylor's the golden goose. Oh, the golden goose, baby. Oh, laying oh, laying oh, golden eggs. That sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like didn't the golden goose lay golden eggs? That golden sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason the reason why you know you don't have to you know your future never consults your past is because of the simple fact that everything you've done is is over with the the, the past is 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 done yeah and everything that's in it is is never coming back it's gone mm-hmm. all right and the future for real for real it may never come like you know yeah. God blesses us every day with put breath in our lungs and wakes us up you know and that's why we give thanks to him when we rise but you know you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow so the only thing you ever have is the actual present I mean it's called the present because it's a gift it's a gift from God it's straight to you for you to do everything that you're supposed to do with it today uh-huh. and today shapes mm. your future Mm. Everything you do today shapes your future. Not what you did yesterday. All right. So listen, let me tell you something. When you get to tomorrow, what will it be? It will be today. It will be today. It will be today. today. Right. So there is no tomorrow. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that right now. Tomorrow does not exist. When you get to tomorrow, what will it be? Today. Today. So don't worry about tomorrow when you your, your tomorrow will eventually be today. So if you do everything you're supposed to do today, then your tomorrow will be Today and it will take care of itself. It, it definitely will. It's, it's, it's right. all about the power of now. Yeah, everything that happens should happen now. Do it now. You know, stop waiting on someone else to to uh, to do something before you do something else. Right. And 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 since we read that book, the five second rule. It has really changed my life on everything we do now. I do want I have a sense of urgency because truth be truth be told, a lot of people around me are are, are, are getting about here. They're dying. 
And I'm not saying, and some people are walking dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not doing anything. Taylor, tell us about your group, though, and why this is so important. I want to bring this out. Taylor's a young person in her 20s, early 20s, right? Smart as I don't know what. But your friends come to you. They moan and they groan about where they are in life. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, Shout out to the new graduates of 2017. Shout out. But no, I thought it was... uh, at first, it used to make me really angry, or sometimes it still does make me a little angry um, when my friends approach me asking me questions like, well, you seem all right. You're not living with your parents anymore, but you're doing great. Da, da, da. Oh, man, I just wish that I could do that or I could make money or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm broke right now and this, this, that. And it bothers me because I'm just like, honestly, I'm not living in my mom's house, but I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know what's happening next. I don't I don't know where I'm headed next. Like, you know, even after this, after y'all, like there's still so much more to come in my life. But I'm not worried about that. I'm not sitting around just formulating like, oh, my gosh, I just got to think what's next. Because I know if anything, if I was sitting at home, like if that was like what I had to do, like if I hadn't met like. For real, if I hadn't met Mm y'all, I would definitely be home. Now, I'd be working all kind of jobs, still figuring out what's next. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't be stagnant. I don't know. I can't. I can't stay stagnant. You'd be at a cheesecake factory. (laughs) I'd be everywhere. I'm probably working a government job. Your mom mom had told you to go to the cheesecake factory and get a job, didn't she? When it opened up up here. When it first opened up. That wasn't my mom. Oh, you said you was just going to go over there and get a job. Yeah, I was just going to go over there. That was just me just looking at another another easy income because I knew this worked me creatively. I knew something else. Like, I have a great personality. I'd be a bomb waitress. Like, you know, that's all I was thinking. Something easy to do. You do know you would have been miserable, right? Oh, yeah. I already know because the last job I had, I was miserable. You do know you were miserable. I was so miserable that it it almost scared me to quit. Like, I had to literally walk in there that day. I just felt so awful. That was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. One decision away. Literally. Wow. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me so bad that day. My, even my manager came up to me. He was like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong today? Like, you're not selling how you usually sell. I, was, I sold apartments. So he was like, you're not selling how you usually sell. Like, you're not really interacting with anybody. You just stayed at your desk. Like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, honestly, <laughs> you really want me to tell you? I was like, that was the same day that Kenna, you no, but it was the same day that Kenna gave me the okay, like, he was like, don't even worry about that job. He was like, I can cover it. As yeah. soon as he said that, my whole demeanor changed at that job. That's good stuff. I walked in there and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I I cannot do this yeah. anymore. Because they promised me that job, had they Try to make it seem like as soon as I graduated, I was going to be a, a manager. I would go from manager in training to be a manager. So now it's like March, early March. And I'm like, okay, May's coming. So what's up? Haven't heard nothing. Half of my manager in training stuff, I, they didn't even teach me. But think about this. What, they weren't even trying. I'm going to leave. Uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say because this, this has been a good, real good podcast. But I want to say this. Um, if you had taken that decision, your decision, what, your decision has left you, brought you to a place where everything God has put into you, everything he's put into you, you're able to use. Think about yeah. it. That decision, your creativity, um, all of your ideas, all of, now you can grow into your fullness. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But you made that decision. As soon as I made that decision, I have never in my life been able to be this creative. You know what I mean? Everything that we do, we're cu- literally curating something new. We're creating it out of dust, out of thin air. 
nothing. <laughs> and we're making it happen. You know what I mean? Even what we're doing in, for the fitness industry right now. We're changing the game entirely. That's why we were bugging at first. Like, oh my gosh, everything's happening so slow. It's been about a year now. But Chinese bamboo tree. <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead, Lynch. I'm hey, Taylor. That's good. I'm done. I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell him, Ken. You got to wrap it up, baby. I Taylor, wrap us up. T- wrap us up. Tell the people what they need to do when they come to decisions. All right, you ain't got to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> All right, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to tell y'all this right here. And it's based on the book that I wrote. And I wrote that book. Here's why. Because I had a lot of clients, and including myself, there were decisions that I made in my life. Some of them were good. Some of them were not so good. But every decision that I made led me somewhere. And every decision that I made helped me to grow, helped me to be better, helped me to be the man that I am growing to be every single day. Don't be afraid to make those decisions. Don't be afraid to make the decisions that will change your life. We don't like change, but it was never intended for us to stay the same. Nothing stays the same. Either we grow, as Lynn say, or we die. Mm. We grow or we die. It's up to you and your decisions, decisions that you make today will determine the destiny you have tomorrow, which as Lynn said, will be today. That's good. We'll see y'all on the next one. It's food for thought. You do the dishes. It's mind over matter. If you don't mind, then the decision won't matter. (laughs) We'll see y'all on the next one. Mind, Mind, Mind over matter. Change your mind, you change your life. Change your life. You got to go through it to grow through it. Mind over matter. Be clear.